0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, September 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's first congressional district will have to expand and make up for population loss. And Congresswoman Cory Bush says she does not have a lot of reasons to trust Republican lawmakers who control the redistricting process. I'm extremely concerned about the anti-democratic tendencies, and I'm calling them anti-democratic, anti-democratic tendencies of the Missouri Um, Republican Party. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores whether an unusual redistricting alliance can hold up when redrawing the St. Louis-based 1st District. Missouri is sending about 300 National Guard soldiers to help Louisiana communities battered by Hurricane Ida. Governor Mike Parson is mobilizing soldiers to help with hurricane relief for at least two weeks. Ida ravaged the region's power grid, leaving one million people and businesses in Louisiana without power. At least four deaths are blamed on the storm. The Missouri National Guard is offering humanitarian aid, equipment, debris removal, and other general assistance. The Animal Protective Association of Missouri is rescuing nearly one dozen pets affected by the hurricane. A team of volunteers is bringing 10 dogs that were evacuated from shelters in Louisiana to Oklahoma, before the hurricane hit, to St. Louis today. Sarah Javier, the president and CEO of the association, says each dog will be evaluated.
1: Every pet gets a, a basic medical evaluation and any vaccinations that they need, and all pets are spayed and neutered before adoption. But we understand that the pets that we're bringing here to St. Louis, um, a couple of them have some additional medical needs to get them healthy.
0: The dogs will not be available for adoption for at least a week at the association's adoption center. Democrats in the Illinois General Assembly have again pushed through new legislative district maps over the objections of Republicans and minority community advocacy organizations. Those community groups wanted more time to review the proposed boundaries. But the majority Democrats rolled ahead yesterday with passing revised maps ahead of a court hearing today in lawsuits challenging the redistricting plan. GOP State Representative Avery Bourne says her Democratic colleagues raced through the latest remap process. You might as well say, we drew this for our own power. Hope you like it. You might get to read it after you vote on it. This is the opposite of transparent. It was a sham to ask the public to be in those hearings if you're not even going to take into consideration their suggestions. Democrats elected to use alternative population information for redistricting this spring when it became clear 2020 census numbers would be delayed But since the U.S. Census Bureau released that information in mid-August, independent analyses have found unconstitutional elements in the Democrats' redistricting plan. A new law in Illinois could prove to be a boon for home bakers who want to sell their creations. Sean Crawford reports. The change provides new rules for those in the cottage food industry who have only been able to sell products primarily through farmers markets. The law expands options to include festivals, home sales and shipping as a way to get items to the public. It also creates statewide food safety standards. Supporters say it comes at a crucial time as many cottage food entrepreneurs were hurt by the pandemic's cancellation of farmers markets. The law will take effect in January. The Illinois Stewardship Alliance estimates about 500 cottage food businesses are in Illinois, with most of them small farms and women-owned operations. I'm Sean Crawford. Missouri's first congressional district is often credited with creating a political system where black candidates can thrive but population loss will require the St. Louis-based district to add largely white suburbs. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines whether an unusual redistricting alliance will secure black political representation for
1: the district. On Election Day last November, Cory Bush spent time before the polls closed meeting with voters at a school in Clayton. After defeating incumbent Lacey Clay in a hard-fought Democratic primary, Bush was only hours away from becoming the first black woman to represent Missouri in Congress.
0: I wouldn't change it like this moment to be able to be here.
1: Compared to her bruising primary against Clay, Bush's November election was a breeze. After all, the St. Louis and St. Louis County-based 1st District is the most Democratic in the state. It also has the highest concentration of black voters in Missouri, something that came into place due to an unusual alliance between African-American Democrats and Republicans. To the casual observer of politics, such an arrangement may seem like it's completely out of nowhere, especially since black Missourians vote for Democrats in huge numbers. But the decades-long relationship stems back to the 1960s, where dozens of Republicans in the Missouri state legislature teamed up with black and rural Democrats to create a majority African-American First District. For black Missourians back then, the arrangement meant that they would for the first time be sending an African-American to Washington. And as former Republican Lieutenant Governor Peter Kinder explained, the alliance also provided benefits to Republicans.
0: And it was in the interest of Republicans very simply to pack as many Democrats into a district as possible and uh, thereby make other districts in the state competitive and winnable.
1: Mike Jones is a former St. Louis alderman and a longtime observer of St. Louis regional politics. He says black and white Democrats in St. Louis have long been hostile toward one another, having much different goals and policy aspirations.
0: If you're black in America doing politics, Republicans have a tendency to be existential enemies And white Democrats are totally
1: unreliable. Because members of Congress typically have strong political organizations, a black congressman can be very helpful to candidates down the ballot, including for important state legislative and municipal posts. But others, like Democratic State Representative Donna Berenger, say that they're not necessarily enthused about the practice of creating largely Democratic or Republican seats. She says it has negative ramification for voters. So when voters say to me, Donna, what do we do in the state of Missouri? Come on, you know, we're not always being listened to. I tell them it comes down to redistricting. And if we're going to have packed seats, whether it's a House seat, Senate seat or congressional seat, you will you will get exactly what we're getting now for the next 10 years. Jeff Smith is a former Missouri state senator who also holds a doctorate in political science. He completed his master's thesis on redistricting. He says states like North Carolina and Georgia saw alliances take hold between Black Democrats and Republicans to draw up congressional maps to bolster African-American representation. But Smith added these arrangements made the overall map more favorable to Republicans. If you believe that Black political interests are served by having exclusively Black voices in power, then you could conceivably say this is a positive thing. If you believe that black, democr- that black voices are best served by having the Democratic Party in a majority, these types of alliances have typically not been positive. The first district lost population in the 2020 census, so it will need to expand into whiter suburbs in St. Louis County. That doesn't necessarily mean that Bush would be vulnerable to a white Democratic challenger in a one-on-one matchup, But she says she doesn't exactly trust Republican lawmakers right now, pointing to how the Missouri Supreme Court had to effectively force the state to implement voter approved Medicaid expansion.
0: I'm extremely concerned about the anti democratic tendencies, and I'm calling them anti democratic, anti democratic tendencies of the Missouri. Um, Republican Party.
1: Democratic State Representative Lakeisha Bosley of St. Louis says maintaining a congressional seat that a black person can win has ripples beyond the world of politics.
0: As a African-American woman, um, I think it's imperative to be able to see representation. Like, you need to see yourself in these positions. And not only that, you're bringing a different voice of someone who's come from um, the areas of we
1: talked about underserved all the time. Lawmakers will take up redrawing Missouri's congressional map in early 2022. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.